0: you are listening to the Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. October 3rd, 1789 is the first Thanksgiving proclamation issued by George Washington. That proclamation called for a day in November to be observed. It was the first proclamation of Thanksgiving that Washington made in his capacity as president, but it wasn't the last. January 1st, 1795, George issued another proclamation six years after the first. The president was six months into navigating his greatest domestic crisis as leader of the United States. The Whiskey Rebellion was still in play in western Pennsylvania when he called on Americans to take time for thanksgiving and prayer. Washington wrote in that document that in light of the calamities afflicting other nations at that time and the apparent exemption of the United States from the state of chaos along with the happy course of public affairs in general, that gratefulness to the Almighty God was a duty to be performed with what Washington described as devout reverence and affectionate gratitude. Washington set a date for that activity in February. The president's decision indicates that he did not feel constrained by prior presidential proclamations to limit or confine a spirit of national gratitude to any one established date or tradition, but as the occasion arose, and as national leaders perceived a corporate reason, to call on citizens to give thanks and pray. Washington was not afraid to use his position of authority to initiate this national act of humility towards God, nor was he opposed to revealing his own spiritual and emotional state, In that proclamation washington wrote that he was deeply penetrated with the sentiment himself as a leader of this new nation that what had been accomplished through and after the revolutionary war was wholly delivered from the hand of god and that citizens should set apart a time to acknowledge that fact washington described god as the great ruler of nations who has shown manifold and signal mercies to the united states distinguishing this country from the rest of the world and giving them possession of a constitutional government which unites the people and establishes liberty with order. Liberty with order. Even that stood out in Washington's time, and he noted that fact. It stands out now. Here on the world stage, we witness the brutal power plays of modern-day socialism and communist leaders who acknowledge no God but themselves and act like tyrant gods, deviously orchestrating and inflicting chaos upon their own people. Human suffering or death is a means to an end for these type of leaders. They create the crisis so as to introduce themselves as the solution to the problem. It's a masterful and, frankly, deceptive way of getting power of the people to be willingly handed over to the few, never to be returned. Not much has changed since Washington penned this document and made this observation, Not much has changed at all. Washington's proclamation continues to call on Americans to humbly and fervently beseech the kind author of these blessings and ask him to graciously prolong them in this country, to imprint on our hearts a deep and solemn sense of our obligations to God for them, to teach us to rightly estimate their immense value, to preserve us from the arrogance of prosperity, and to not lose the continuing favor of God by abusing the blessings our nation has received. He then called on citizens of this nation to become a blessing to others, to establish and distribute habits of sobriety, order, morality, and piety so that the United States can impart all the blessings we possess or ask for ourselves to the whole family of mankind. This was a leader who had a humble worldview and knew his own mortality and inconsequence on this earth. Washington led by example in acknowledging that his position was not obtained in his own human strength. The president recognized that this great ruler of nations was the final authority when it comes to the destiny of nations and their leaders, also the first and primary source of all human thriving and success in this world. God deserves more than just one national act of thanksgiving, and apparently Washington endeavored in his office of authority to give it to him. Here on this day in November 2021, the fact that we are still citizens of these United States, alive and free, to gather around the table with whoever we freely choose to associate with is a moment worthy of gratitude and prayer. It should also embolden us to engage further in prayer and thanksgiving again and see what the ruler of nations has in store for those here in the nation who humbly repeat Washington's example. From the Daily Detail and 1819 News, Happy Thanksgiving.